Hey there, Swim fans. Welcome to another episode of Whiteboard Wednesday. And on today's episode, I'm gonna share with you how to train for a long course competition or open water if you're a triathlete when you can only train in a short course pool. Now, if you're wondering to yourself, what is the difference between long course and short course? I did a Whiteboard Wednesday on that topic specifically. Check it out, linked in the description below. If you're new to the channel, welcome. Make sure you subscribe to check out all the latest and greatest technique and training content from my swim pro. Now you're probably wondering, what is the difference between short course and long course, and why do you need to train differently when you have only a short course pool or only a long course pool? Now if you didn't check out that Whiteboard Wednesday, I'll briefly overview the difference between the two. Essentially, a long course pool is the 50 meter Olympic sized distance that you see on TV. When you see Michael Phelps breaking a world record, or Caleb Dressler, Katie Ledecky, any of these superstars doing it on TV, most likely they're doing it in a 50 meter distance pool. It is the longest competition pool that you will find. A short course pool is something more traditional. Everything from a 15 meter pool that you see in a hotel or a training uh, apartment complex or to a 20, 25 or 30 meter or yard pool that is most common in pools around the world. Now most people don't have access to an Olympic sized pool so all you've got is a 25 yard or meter pool to work with. That's okay. Remember short course is much faster than long course. Up to 5% faster. Again check out the whiteboard Wednesday to see all about that. This video we're going to talk about eight different tips that I can share with you how you can maximize your short course training for a long course competition or open water swimming event. And I'll share a workout that overviews how you can do that for the 200 individual medley. So stay tuned to the end of the video. Now the first thing to focus on is improving your technique. In long course training, your technique will suffer the most when you fatigue. And if you don't have a good stroke technique and it's not efficient, you will definitely pay the price towards the end of the race and you'll be passed by all the swimmers with more optimal stroke technique than you. And this is true in open water. This is true in triathlon. This is true in anything that has to do with a long course format, anything where you're taking taking multiple strokes over and over and over, and you don't have the added benefit of a break that you get in short course. Yes, I called it a break because when you're swimming in short course, whether it's yards or meters, every time you push off the wall, it gives you not only a boost of speed that's faster than even streamlined dolphin kick underwater, but also gives you a chance to rest while you're in streamline and you're not fatiguing those muscles like you do in long course. The way you can remedy this situation is by focusing on improving your technique. We're talking about the stroke imperfections. In short course, you can sloppily muscle through the water and you can make it through a 50 or 100 because you have four pushes, one off the block, and then three more turns to follow. If you're doing breaststroke, you get four pullouts in a 100 short course. If you're doing dolphin kick uh, on your back underwater to 15 meters, you're swimming 60% of the race underwater, so your stroke technique is actually not as important in short course. In long course, you will fatigue you will get tired so it's important to focus on improving your distance per stroke so that way it is efficient but not let your tempo fall apart like it can in, uh, in long course because your body is starting to fatigue and it's easy to start to take sloppy strokes, slower strokes and not maintain. So it's important to do drills and do focus sets where you're exclusively focused on some elements of the technique. Now the second tip I advise is to attack the walls. Now what do I mean by attack the walls? This means going into every single turn and not allowing yourself to take an extended break like we mentioned just a couple minutes ago. The optimal performance for short course training is through the walls. If you see Caleb Dressler or any other talented swimmers, they are incredibly fast through the walls. And actually training is more difficult in short course than it is in long course 
if you attack the walls. So we don't want to train our body to get lazy and relax when we're training in a short course pool. Instead, we want to attack the walls and we want to give yourself the opportunity not to be lazy. So you want to push it in and out of the walls. And also this applies even if you don't do flip turns, if you're a triathlete, open water swimmer, even if you're not doing a flip turn and you're doing a touch and go, make sure you're aggressive inside of the flags and you're not giving yourself any chance to rest because you won't have that opportunity when you swim long course. You'll swim anywhere from two to three times as many strokes continuously when you do long course compared to when you do it in a short course pool. Now the third is to extend your repeats. This is probably the most common tool employed by coaches around the world and it's because it's a good one. This basically means you will take the distance that you swim, let's say it's a hundred or a 200 in a race, and to train for that will simply add 10 to 20 percent because long course is about 10 percent longer than short course because there's no walls you need to train even more than that so 15 to 20 percent is actually more appropriate in example instead of training for the 100 you'll train for 125 in short course this is especially true if you're in a yard pool if you're in the united states and you're training in a 25 yard pool you've got to train way more than 100 meters or 100 yards because the race is going to be way longer than that by time. So the idea is train for time over distance because 100 in yards is not the same as a 100 long course meters, completely different race. Therefore, you have to treat it as such. Instead of doing a 200 train, a 225 or even a 250 to get your body used to that fatigue over that extended period of time. Now, the fourth point is to focus on your kick endurance. Similarly to all of these, as you'll see the theme, your endurance is so critical in long course because even if you have the best technique, if you don't have the endurance, you're not gonna make it for the 200 meter, the 400 meter, or even the 100 meter. And if you're training for open water, the same thing applies. If you're training for a 1500 meter open water, your endurance is critical. Now your kick endurance is not gonna be as critical in open water, but let's keep it on the pool for this one. So you wanna combat the legs giving out at the end of the race. Everyone's seen this. You have two swimmers neck and neck, they're racing into the finish, and underneath the flags, someone, Johnny over here, pulls out a monster six-speed kick and is able to maintain his speed, and it looks like everyone is just left behind. The truth is, they're just getting slower, and Johnny over here is maintaining his speed. So you know that your legs are gonna give out, so the way you train your kick has to be in account for that. Meaning, you're gonna do more kicking, you're gonna do harder kicking, more repetitions, more distance, just overall, you gotta train harder, you've gotta work harder. And also, you can do some vertical kicking. This is a great way that you can do continuous kicking because if you're in a 25 yard pool, you may not be able to kick uh, very long if you're a pretty fast kicker. It might only take you 15 seconds to get to the other end of the pool, and then you hit a wall and you have to turn, and no matter how fast you can do a turn, it's still gonna be a break. When you do vertical kicking or vertical kicking with weight, you can actually train your body to kick for 30 seconds, 60 seconds, 90 seconds continuously, and really develop that kicking endurance that your body's gonna need in long course. Now the fifth is to modify workouts. Similar to what we were talking about over here where we need to train for time over distance, what we're talking about over here is that you need to train for the event a little bit differently because it's in long course. What do I mean by that? You need to decrease the rest between sets. That might not be the case. That might be an option for you. Or you can train longer. Instead of doing 4,000 meters in a workout, you might need to do 4,500 or 5,000. You just need to put in the work because training, these are different beasts. You've gotta train differently because the races are different and therefore you can't apply the same strategy and workouts 
to short course and long course, and we'll talk about that when we talk about our example workout coming up. Now, number six is resistance training. Now, this is a great way that to train that applies to the same concept of training for time over distance. So because you're in a 25 yard or 25 meter pool, you don't have access to get that full continuous 50 meters of swimming, but if you know that you can swim for the same amount of time that it would take you to do a 50 meter distance continuously uninterrupted, then your body's gonna get a little bit of that, a dose of what it's gonna feel like. And you can do that through resistance. That means a power tower, you know, having a buckle and something holding you back, slowing you down. Could be a parachute, resistance cords. There's a lot of different tools out there that you can use that'll actually slow you down but not interrupt your stroke mechanics so much to the point that you can't even swim anymore. But by using these tools, you can actually simulate the amount of time that it takes to swim one length, whereas in 25 meter pool, maybe it only takes you 15 seconds of, to swim breaststroke. And in a long course pool, it's gonna take you like 33 seconds. With the right resistance, you can actually mimic that 33 seconds in a 25 distance pool and have that continuous, continuous training. Now the next point here is race training strategy. Ah, this is probably my favorite one because the way you attack a race in short course is very different than you do it in long course. This goes back to the technique concept. You have to have really good technique. I really encourage people to build their rhythm if you swim any of the strokes, especially something like breaststroke, right? Your distance per stroke is actually much more critical in long course than it is in short course. And you can have the same athlete swim the 100 meter long course breaststroke differently than the 100 yard uh, breaststroke because the pullouts are a big factor. The number of strokes you take is so significantly different and the way you use your energy is different. So when we're talking about race strategy, each race has a slightly different strategy even for the same athletes. So no two athletes have the same race strategy. No two athletes will approach the race the same way and their bodies are built differently and their training background is different, which is what makes long course races so interesting because so much can happen in the last 10 or 15 meters of the race. And it has to do with a combination of all of these things that we're talking about. So making sure you have the right race strategy for, your, for yourself and for the distance race in the right pool is critical. I would love to know what your thoughts on that are in the comments. If you have thoughts or questions, I'll reply in the comments. And finally, the experience of doing long course is something that you can't really have unless you actually go to a long course pool. So how do you actually apply that and what kind of advice is that? So it means actually going to a meet for the purpose of training. So let's say you have your competition at the end of the season, it's a uh, you know, 50 meter championship and you don't have a long course pool and you're never gonna see a long course pool. Well, let's find some other meets that are leading up to the big championship where we can go and get a feel for what that long course is like, get a few days of racing competition. It could mean going on a training camp and just going somewhere else in the world. There's plenty of awesome training facilities that have a 50 meter pool that open their arms to the rest of the swimming community and you can go swimming for a week to get your body a feel of what it's gonna be like. And if you've done this a few times, then your body actually knows what is the right stroke, what is the right mechanics, and don't feel bad that you can't train in a long course pool all year round. The best athletes in the world, even the great Michael Faust, who really traditionally only competed in long course, they only train about 50% of their time in the long course pool. If anything, more than 50% of the time is training in a short course pool, and that's because 
in short course, it's much easier to maintain a really solid technique. It's much easier to attack the walls, focus on speed, and do all of these things. It's, everything is easier in a short course pool and allows you to train even harder so that way when you go to long course, you can do very, very specific work that benefits you the most. Same concept here. If you only have a limited amount of time to do long course, that's actually okay. You don't really need a lot more than you think. And the best athletes in the world have proven that you don't need to train in a long course pool all year round. It certainly helps to get that exposure, but if you can't do it, I recommend a few of these options here. Now, the moment you've been waiting for, let's talk about the workout. I call it the IMX Pro Challenge. This is a great workout. Now the goal is the 200 IM. Everything has to have focus. It doesn't make any sense to do workouts that have no point at all. This workout is focused on improving the 200 IM. We're gonna swim it in a 25 meter pool, but we're focusing on the 200 long course individual medley. And this is a relatively advanced swimmer. It can be adapted and modified. It's 4,000 meters, take about 90 minutes for an advanced swimmer. It can be modified to be a little bit shorter. You can cut a lot of this in half and it'll still apply for a 200 individual medley, but the workout might only take you know, 35, 40 minutes. It could be 1,500 to 2,000 yards, 2,000 meters. Let's take a look at the workout. We're starting with a 400 free, easy, basic, no difference between long course and short course. Once we get into it, we're gonna start modifying some things. So we're gonna go 875s. We're gonna go kick, swim, kick. Now traditionally, this would have been 850s or 1250s. We would have done 50s here, but we decided to go 75s you're still doing the total distance in kick, right? Only 50 of the 75 is kick. But the fact that we're throwing in a 25 swim in the middle allows the heart rate to stay higher for a longer period of time, but we're still developing the kick. So we go 75, kick, swim, kick. If you're focusing on your underwaters, that's great. Depends on your skill level there. But really focusing on having that a little bit longer aerobic period to feel the kicking endurance kick in. Now we're gonna go 850s drill. These are IM orders. So we're gonna go 50 butterfly drill, 50 backstroke drill, 50 breaststroke, 50 free. And these are drill IM order. We'll go two rounds of that. No difference between short course and long course. Maybe the drills might be a little bit different depending on what you're working on. And then we're gonna go to the main set. We're going two rounds. This is a really good one. We're gonna go a 300 IM. Yep, you read that right. 300 IM. That means 75 of each stroke. But we're gonna apply the same concept that we did on the 875s in the warm up. So we're gonna go, instead of kick, swim, kick, we're gonna go stroke, free, stroke. Meaning, we're gonna go 25 fly, 25 free, 25 fly. Then we go 25 back, 25 free, 25 back. So we go stroke, free, stroke. And the reasoning is very similar to what we're doing there. We're trying to extend that aerobic base for each of the strokes within a 300 IM. Now a 300 is gonna take much longer than it would in a, in a race, a long course 200. Even if you're not going that fast, it's still gonna take a lot longer for a 300. And you get to do the strokes over a slightly extended period of time. And on this, I'd like you to attack the walls. We're gonna focus on the walls, not that lazy because it's something that's a little bit longer. Make sure we're really popping in and out of the walls and leveraging that. Then we're gonna go four 150s pull. This is coming into that aerobic, you know, modify the workouts. Maybe we would have done four 100s. Maybe we would have only done this one round, but it's long course. We need to train for it. We need to take it seriously because you will die at the end of the race if you don't take it seriously. So we're gonna go four 150s pull. And then the last part is probably my favorite. We're gonna go four 75s IM order. And these are gonna be even split by 25. Yep, you read that right. A 75 of each stroke. So rather than going 
fly bag breasts on each of these. We're gonna go 75 fly, 75 back, 75 breasts, 75 free. And here's the kicker, because if you can maintain your stroke integrity and even split, which means more effort on each 25 to maintain the same speed, then you're gonna be in pretty good shape to be a monster all the way through a 200 long course IM. 200 IM is one of the best events in swimming because it combines speed, agility, and endurance in all four disciplines. And this workout, two rounds of this, ideally you go faster on round two, is a fantastic way to develop all of the elements of training to be able to perform in that 200. Now we're gonna finish with 450s freestyle, nice and easy, stretch it out, flush out any lactic acid. But this is a mid-distance aerobic type of workout that took 4,000 meters in about an hour and a half. If you like this workout, you'll probably love the My Swim Pro IMX Pro training plan that I'll link in the description. If this workout was too advanced, we do have a Get Fit IM training program, which is geared towards the 200 IM. The IMX Pro Challenge is more geared towards the 400 IM, but the distance of the workouts are pretty similar to this. So if you're looking at how can you improve your IM, your IMX Pro Challenge is gonna help you do that. Uh, if you enjoyed this video, make sure you give it some love by giving it a like and also subscribe to the channel if you haven't done so already. This wraps up the Whiteboard Wednesday on how you can train for a long course competition in a short course pool. Would love to know what you guys think in the comments. If you have any questions, I'll be replying to all the comments. Just leave them right there. We'll catch you guys later. Happy swimming.